Welcome everybody to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name, where we uh, make real heroes from random prompts. Ah, it's been two weeks since Comic-Con, um, for the listeners. For us, it's been a wee bit shorter, shall we say. A day. <laughs> a day. Um, Less than a day, I'd say. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess... Um, if you're looking at it like a financial transaction, it's been one day since the con, but it was three days in total. So we're still in, uh, shall we say, negative energy levels, but it's fine. <laughs> That's why he Listen. sounded so chill and he didn't yell at you for the intro. I was going to say, mm-hmm. yeah, it was really like, hey, welcome. Yeah. Come on in. That's why I chose all the obvious points as well, because they're right at the forefront of, of my, uh, my my cortex. But it's... It's, it was a lovely con, and to everyone who uh, swung by and said hi, and talked about the podcast with us, and chatted about superheroes, thank you so much. Um, it really gives us energy. Our superpower is the ability to record and create nice things using the fuel of others to do so. Am I right? I mean, I thought my superpower was, like, making comics, but I guess this counts. That's true. You You have a very similar power, but you run off like money and financial wealth. Yeah, that's right. You're kind of like a literal comics machine in that money goes in and comics come out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and that's that's absolutely fine. Hey, listen, people. If you're paranoid about uh, your goals being shattered because all you want to do is make money, forget about it. Just don't go crazy with it. Don't go all like corporate greed with that kind of shit. Because wait, 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 that what? Sucks. I thought that was the point of this podcast. We're going to come up with all these bulk heroes, and then we're going to sell them for a tidy profit. Um, yeah, I guess you're right. We are the bad guys in all this, aren't we? Because these oh, are all, goodness. you know, home runs. These are these are what the, the corporations are paying for. Who wouldn't want to buy uh, falafel bath biscuits? Yeah. To be honest, yeah. Yeah, you're right. We are the villains. And let's... Let's revel in that. Although we did last week, we we created um, what I consider to be our possibly worst creation. Worst in a a Moral? content. At, yeah, what worst is in like a, a bad guy, like a villainous guy. Fuck, I I couldn't I couldn't forget him. You could say it was he, technically he was... our first villain, really. Because I mean, I know we dabbled in the villainous stuff with Stratosphere Hydrosphere. Hmm. But um, I think this was like our first down-to-earth, I'm a bad guy. Yeah, yeah like, like someone who wasn't under the illusion that what they were doing was going to... Well, actually, no, actually, he yeah, did think he was going to help yeah. people shit. But no, he was genuinely a bad dude. He was a shit. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk more about our, um, our way to counter this in this episode. But uh, for now, let's talk about some comics. Let's, let's flush the old... Uh, Mind source out. Let's cleanse our palettes for a little bit. Let's talk about some comics we've been reading. Um, who's gonna go first? I'll go first. Well volunteered, Jade. Yeah. What have you been reading? I've been reading a sweet little manga called A Silent Voice, which is by Ooh. Yoshitoki Oima. Mm. And uh, how can I sum this up? It's pretty much a really hard hitting manga about bullying. So that really kind of reached out to me. I mean, I, I know I everyone's... we've all been bullied Yeah, here, yeah, we've, we've we? all been bullied. Like, it's it's very easy to sympathize. But where this differs is the target of the bullying is um, a young deaf girl. Oh. Yeah, it, it's really tough to read at times if you have been bullied. But 
it's really worth reading because um, the story actually centers around the bully and okay. what what kind of goes through his mind as a child when he bullies this this deaf girl. He steals her hearing aids. He steals her notebooks. He practically beats her up at one point and it kind what of flashes shit. forward to... Yeah, he is a little shit in the beginning. It flashes forward to when he's in high school and how he kind of deals with that guilt that he carries around with him. I just think it's really interesting because usually stories about bullying focus so much on the victim, but this really focuses on the repercussions of bullying on the bully and Hmm. how you can kind of be a better person by... I guess accepting that guilt and doing your best to be a become a better person yeah, yeah, and to yeah. apologize to people. But it's also a really good manga because it kind of explores the realities of friendship. Like it's very good at uh, depicting children and how difficult it can be to read other children. You know, like when you're a kid and yeah. you're like, are they really my friend or are they just pretending because they want oh, something man, yeah. from me? Yeah. Yep. I know all about that. Mm. That's... There's also this one really interesting um, technique that the author uses. Um, They put crosses over the faces of a lot of the school kids um, later on after the sort of time skip to show that this main character, this sort of ex-bully, has started to ignore the other kids around him because yeah. he's not interested in like fake friendships and he just thinks everyone else is fake so why even bother trying to learn about them they're all just crosses in his mind mm. i quite like yeah. that okay. you don't you don't yeah, get too really many clever. stylistic um things like that with background characters i only remember mm. when i think it was like dorara they did a similar thing with like color coding their oh yeah uh, background characters let me talk a little bit more about another comic artist so no you're not allowed shit of course you're fucking allowed what what an introduction talk about your comic what have you been reading uh stop teasing me now you're the bully um, i am the bully oh no it you so you might have seen recently that we uh, released a bonus episode where we uh, unfortunately lost our first halloween attempt and in that we featured an artist uh, called Lucy Ebry. We're gonna ha- we did have her on the show, but things didn't pan out unfortunately, and that kind of sucks. So I need to beg her up for a little bit because she does some pretty damn good stuff, and we couldn't talk about it because we lost it all. So I've been reading Muggy Ebes by Lucy Ebry. It's a uh, autobiographical comic that ran for a whopping five years um, since uh, 2012. It ended in May. Uh, she's released a, f- a few uh, small books about it. And if you can track one of those down, it is... Mm, it's beautiful. And it's it can be a tough a toughie to, to read sometimes. Because with something like this, I guess there's two ways you can really go about it. You can be sort of a little bit comedic about how you portray yourself. You can like cherry pick all these wonderful sweet moments like a lot of people do. Lucy sort of chooses this almost like an elegant mix sometimes of her her ups and her downs and especially with her going to university as well it's like just a boiling pot of emotions you have the great nights out with your friends and then you have the uh, sleepless nights where you're worried about your future and uh, the direction in your life and Lucy really does take those deep cuts both emotionally and socially and just plaster them onto the paper and 
quite frankly, it's nice to see someone uh, at a similar age to myself, sort of that, that let's all roll our eyes for a little bit, that millennial <laughs> generation, um, sort of talking about how how lost they can feel in society sometimes. And it, she does a wonderful job. And I can't even imagine what it must have been like doing a daily comic for five years. So like, like three... 3,000 odd days of comics? No, two, no, 1,500. I can't math. It, it, was, it was a lot. Um, the book I had, I've got, was about 40 of them. So a small sample size. But Gosh, can you imagine that, Josh? Drawing 3,000 pages of comics. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> you asked me to imagine doing 3,000 episodes of this and I will actually wilt and die <laughs> like a plant. But um, it's all online as well. There's a, a Tumblr blog dedicated to it if you want to you know, go back through the ages. I think it ended in May, so there's still a lot to take in. I think you um, forgot to mention the most important thing about this diary comic, which is that the main character is the cutest blue dog. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. Like, I literally have the cover right here pointing at me. And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, sadness, happiness. Uh, oh, and she's a blue dog. Yeah, she sort of, uh, that's how she illustrates herself. Which is why we had her on to make a friggin' werewolf. It uh, it makes it ten bajillion times more sympathetic to yeah. see this this cute blue dog going through all this shit. <laughs> I think she has like an explanation why she does it properly on her site as well. I'm not gonna go through that. Um, I got, I'm an important man. I got corporations to build. I think you could have just stopped there and said I'm an important man, and then everyone would have <sighs> thought you were a douche anyway. I'm I'm an important man, but I'm not a confident man. Josh, <laughs> hello. Speaking of confident men. <laughs> What have you been reading, comics-wise? Well, last week, um, you recommended Jack Kirby's um, biography. Yes, The King of Comics. Yes. Wonderful book. Which has spurred me on. I've had it on my reading pile for a couple of weeks now, but I haven't really got into the thick of it yet. Hmm. But as it is The King's 100th birthday this year... Rest in peace. Yes. R.I.P. The King. DC has been uh, reprinting a lot of his series into these nice little... Uh, paperbacks. Ooh. Um, and what I've got is his entire run of Mr. Miracle. Oh yeah. Yes. Ooh. Before you get into it, can I just point out that as a creator of content, it's kind of shitty that when a creator dies, the corporations that own their work suddenly re-release a load of content that <laughs> would have probably made those artists a good tidy sum before they died, like to, to make them live comfortably. <laughs> Sometimes appreciations change, and people Don't only really love. Excuse them. I need to. I need to take in these corporate lessons so I can <laughs> use them myself. Oh, Josh, tell us about it. No, no, I mention that. I can't think of a good reason for it. Oh, yeah, that, that's taken over my mind now. Uh, but basically, oh, Mr. Miracle is all about a guy called Scott Free, who um, was born on <sighs> the. Um, yep, you got it. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who was born on the world called uh, New Genesis, who was at constant war with this other war-bound planet called Apocalypse, run by Darkseid. Um, in order to kind of stop their war, um, Highfather, who was the leader of New Genesis, trades his son, Scott, for Darkseid's son, Orion. I'm getting towards the plot stuff. But basically, <laughs> during this point, Scott, he can escape anything. He's a master escape artist um, hmm. due to his contraption, the Mother Box, uh, which is New Genesis tech. Okay. But it is... Oh, I nearly fell into my old uh, reliable it's just, there. Just something? Just, just it's great? It's just, just classic. Oh, nice. 
But no, Mr. Miracle's fantastic. You know, it really shows off Kirby's flair for writing. And it's just like so compact in a lot of ways. Mm. It's like I can see how a lot of comics now might kind of stretch out certain things. But it's almost ludicrous in terms of how compressed it can be sometimes. But it still flows mm. really well. He He's not the king for no good reason. Yes. And in terms of just like visuals, his double page spreads are amazing. And he just has this great flair for design. Hmm. Right. I love it. it you, you're appealing to my interests as a person. So, my fellow board members, we're going to go ahead and create a superhero. But before I do that, I'm going to give us a quick plug. I'm going to try and do this in 10 seconds, starting now. So, if you give us an iTunes review, leave us a simple re- re- review on there with your name. We will take whatever name you leave and we'll use it to create a superhero. Okay. That was 10 seconds almost on the dot. I think yep. you're fine. You can time that. Even with your little stumble, I think he pretty much got that sorted. Ooh, finger guns. So, would you would you fellows like to make a superhero? Please. Okay. Well, see, the thing was, like I said, we had a pretty horrific episode last, last time. We created a uh, monster dentist, essentially. Mm-hmm. And by God, that left a sour taste in my mouth. So what are we going to do this week? Pause for applause. No, what are we going <laughs> to do in this week? <laughs> okay. Um, so this week we're gonna we're gonna lighten the load a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna switch tracks. We're gonna take it Whoa. nice tracks. and easy. No, no, not already, please. <laughs> oh God. All right, all right, continue. So this is, comes from a tweet from Ericles on Twitter. Uh, he says that your Twitter name is your biggest character flaw plus your favorite food. So your huh. biggest uh, flaw as a person plus, nice and simple, your favorite food. Isn't that nice? Isn't that a little bit different from here's a uh, existential quote that you're going to think about for the rest of the day? <laughs> so thinking about this myself, hmm. So I think my biggest character flaw, I'd say sloth. You know, out of the 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 seven deadly sins, I I suffer from that the most. And my favorite my favorite food, mm, you can't spring that on me. You you you've sprung it on yourself. If anything, Jade and I are going to have more trouble. Yeah, what the hell? You've had time to think about this. <laughs> We're being made to look into the depths of our souls and figure yeah. out what is wrong with us. God, he. You know, I think he's just prying too much. Remember episode three? What's your greatest fear? Good God, man. That that, that was an easy one. Moths land <laughs> in my face. I think my favorite food would be like pasta, sloth pasta. Sloth pasta. Not quite feeling it. What about you, Jade? Your biggest character flaw and your favorite food. Okay. Hmm. Oh, well, my favorite food is macaroons. Oh, beautiful. So, like macaroon, I guess. And then I have so many flaws. <laughs> How do I choose one? Let me count the ways. <laughs> <laughs> Throw the dart, Jade, at the dartboard and see what it pins into. Uh, I'm going to count down from three. Oh, God. Three, two, one. Selfish macaroon. Oh, selfish macaroon. I kind of like that, actually. There's something and now, about now that. Now that I've thought some more about sloth pasta, I have some ideas. So let's come back to that. Josh, what about you? Um, I was going to make a joke about how long it would take me to think of one because that would be my flaw. But because it's been taking so long, because I was going to say my greatest flaw is my indecisiveness. See, I was going, <laughs> leaning for that. So that would have stolen that from you. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I might go for that one. Yeah. 
But then I might go for another one. But then if I go for that other one, then really indecisiveness is my problem because then I've, I think, I've, I think, I've been a- unable to decide. I think we've ID'd yep, the, there it the is. floor here. Indecisive. Yeah. Are, we, are we sure, though? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. What's your favorite food, man? Are you going to take half an hour deciding that as well? Yeah, I might. Oh, no, <laughs> Go do, on. Do, 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 oh, do, no. Do, 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 oh, I can feel the viewers do, do, just flying away. The viewers? We never had any in the start. Hey, it's going to be chili. Chili. Oh, indecisive chili. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, R- right away with indecisive chili. The weird thing I get is which kind of chili could we use? But I think we could use both kind of chilies. So they're both cold and hot. He's indecisive chili. Mm. Jade, your silence is actually killing me. No, I like that. Would, would they be like a chef? Or, or would it be like... I don't know. I think just, you know, when you bring in like a food name, immediately you want to think, oh, yeah, it's like, they're a chef. Oh, they're a waiter or they're a chef. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's our challenge for this week. Even though the okay. characters are named after foods, we no cannot chefs. have food-based powers or yeah, or chefs. Okay, listen. Because we've had that several times. Yes. If One Piece can make superheroes, superhero-style characters that aren't chefs, that have food powers, and chefs that don't have any powers at all, then by God, we should be able to do this lickety split mm-hmm. easy as. Hey, Dean. All right. I know who Sloth Pasta is. Go on. Sloth Pasta is a sloth who has kind of weird stretching powers, a bit like Mr. Tickle. <laughs> but the catch oh, is no. they can't stretch in like a, a swift motion, so it has to kind of stretch really slowly in a wriggling mm. motion. God, he's like he's like a fucking vine, just slowly like yeah, yeah. stretching. Maybe he like droops as well. Yeah, so he can kind of get like really longish kind of arms. Cause, I mean, if you, sloths kind of have long arms anyway. But, yeah, um, they do. And then like... Maybe if they can kind of, like, shrink them down, they can almost go to, like, a fusilli kind of shape. <laughs> how, how can we make a superhero out of that, though? He's just a slow-stretchy sloth. Well, uh, even slow-stretching could be useful. They could be an infiltration hero. Oh, see, Jade, Jade's picking up the scraps once again. Yep. <laughs> so, like, just picture this. Like, you know, there's a bunch of... Let's come back to our old reliable. There's a break in at a bank, and there's a bunch ding, ding, of ding, ding, ding. yep, 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 and there's an Get alarm the going floor. off. Mm-hmm. There's a stick up. Mm-hmm. The room is dark because they've shut off all the lights, and in in the foreground, uh, behind a desk where you know no one can see, there's just a little wriggly arm. It just skirts across. <laughs> no, sk- maybe skirts is too fast of a word. It yeah. fucking crawls across the space <laughs> to unlock the front door. And the barricade yeah. mm-hmm. with these very weak little wiggly fingers. And then as soon as the lock turns, in come the other heroes on their team. Right. Selfish Macaroon. Oh, and... I was going to say, yeah. So all three of these are like some sort of unit. Oh, I like this. I was going to suggest a, a duo, but let's throw Macaroon in there as well. I like the idea of like the other two heroes are going to be human, but then Sloth Pasta is literally just going to be a sloth. Oh, okay. <laughs> a sloth of Italian descent. Yeah. How does that work? <laughs> um. Well, just like any human being can be from any place, Jade. Oh, dang. All right. Slam. Shit. Boom. You got 
fucking anti-discriminated. That can actually oh. probably be a joke in the comic. Is that why is this sloth a Italian? Sloth? It's like, but that's not you know. Italian. Check your privilege. Thank you. How, how dare you assume that there can't be a sloth that's Italian? That means I'm, I apologize. Uh, sloth pasta has to have like a thick Sicilian accent as well. Okay, don't attempt that. Yeah, I'm saying that right now. Buongiorno. No. <laughs> I've been picking up some tips from Inglorious Bastards. That yeah, that <laughs> part where they try and imitate the Italian accent definitely Go- wasn't played for comedy. Gorlami. Rivederci. <laughs> Dominic De Coco. <laughs> oh, brava. <laughs> oh. Okay, so we have, I wouldn't even call it a seed. We have like a few cells, a few like sort of embryotic cells. Yeah, we've got for, the beginning of an infiltration unit. For sloth. And we have sort of a, a hot, cold thing in potentia for indecisive chili. But what about macaroon? Selfish macaroon. Hmm. Well, can they? Oh, sorry, no. You go, no, no. I was the only thing I've got so far is that they could their power could be involving sandwiching somehow. Do you know that's what I was going to say? Oh, hmm. I was going to say like smushing hmm. was going to be my verb. I was thinking more of a hero that has possibly the weapon of choice is like a pair of shields that they can use in various ways and they look very much like macaroons maybe maybe macaroon isn't so much their ability set or something to do with their physical characteristic but more about what their equipment looks like and more of a a visual mode actually that really works as a second infiltration member because if sloth can't unlock the front door what do you need next someone who can barrel in yeah if you think of it similar to like the Romans using that old like turtle shield method. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You've got exactly. you've got the macaroon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just yelling on the battlefield, macaroon, shelling up. Um, but maybe they're like slightly they're the muscle of the group. You yeah, know? they have these nice big like concave shields that they can not only like sort of surround themselves in, but maybe they can like symbol people and it it, it would be a very Adaptable, a very adaptable fighting style. Um, oh, shit, we we got a trio. That was easy. Cool. Wait, no, uh, we haven't listening. described <laughs> Chili at all. Okay, Chili. He is a he is a hot and cold cowboy from the west who can he he has two guns that fire either ice or fire. Yes. I'm I was, I'm not hearing That's a no. That's so simple. Like I, in my brain, I was just being like, "How can you do this without using temperature? How can you do this? How? How? How?" And in you come with your fucking temperature gun. <laughs> it's so traditional. It is. But I can't help but love it. Okay, but this is an infiltration team. How are heat guns going to help with an infiltration? Well, are they all okay. infiltration units? I would. Yeah, if they're it. a team, Let's... they'd all be an infiltration unit, surely. Yeah, I think so. I think Jay's on something with that. But what happens when they get in there then? Once they've infiltrated it, and once they've defended themselves, what do they do afterwards? They fucking take down the villains. They save the day, Josh. How are they going to take them down without a hot and cold gun? Well, once Macaroon has barreled in, Sloth, meanwhile, has been fucking wriggling their little arms around the feet of the villains, and Tying up then they laces. all fall over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, he'll like wiggle around and then like he'll loop his arm 
around one member and then he'll continue on looping his arm around another member and like in one swift motion he'll like pull his elbows and like they'll all just fall to the floor but it'll be it'll be so slow pulling their elbows because obviously they are a sloth so it's just gonna be like uh, yeah no it feels like ankles would be the way to go yeah maybe macaroon will just like yank sloth instead just like just pulling at the waist or something not the what legs, for? though, because I imagine the, the, the legs are also what stretching. What for, though? What for? To trip everyone up. Oh, okay. So Sloth is, like, nearer the door by this. How would yeah. Sloth get from... Because, like, the, the way we visualized it, ugh, visualized it at the start is that this little arm is just kind of wriggling around the perimeter of a room and then unlocking a door. So Macaroon bursts in. Sloth wouldn't be able to get to where Macaroon is in any hurry, so how could they grab Mac? <laughs> how could they grab Sloth? I'm going to avoid this altogether by talking about something different. Well, okay. So, <laughs> what if, what if, uh, indecisive chili? Like maybe their focus is more transport than actually like boots on the ground. Maybe they can control the temperature of the air around them. I know, Jade. Just give me a second, but... I didn't say anything. They use that to control sort of thermal gusts so they can drop off sloth and macaroon from their glider. Glider? Maybe they have, like, a silent glider that's big enough for all three of them, and using his temperature powers, he can keep it airborne and silently drop them in. I like this a lot, actually. Right? Infiltration-based infiltration based heroes and if you really want to push it you could go to like you, you know in um some video games where you'll jump on like an air vent or like a gust of wind and it'll like carry you up yeah, yeah. like if if their powers could be as over the top as that then what they could even do is create like some sort of wind tunnel that not only is good for for the heroes infiltrating but also for getting people out there you go okay do we do we like the sounds of these heroes so, so far? So we, indecisive chili controls air temperature. Is that what we're saying to create sort of wind tunnels? Maybe changing air pressure. Maybe the the air itself. You know, I mean, the wind and sort of gusts mm-hmm. are well, I very. Think if you say when when you're describing powers, if you say they control wind or they control water, it just it seems too broad to me. Whereas if you say, like, temperature or pressure, it sounds more as if there's something scientific behind it, you know? Well, ha, ooh, wait a minute. Okay. Wind is actually caused by massive convection currents, like sort of global st- scale convection currents. So all it would really take is for him to control uh, the temperature of the air on a large scale, and that would in a way cause... Um, a gust of wind. Of course, that's sort of Silver Age science at play, but we'll use it. We'll no, use that's it. fine. You outscienced me. Okay, I accept it. I have issues. Oh. No, Josh. We're doing so well. Bring it. Their superhero names are Indecisive Chili and Selfish Macaroon. Yeah. Why have they got these personality traits in front of their name? Let's let's go into personality then, shall we? Ah, but it's not just personality. If this is literally their hero names, it has to be almost a crazy defining feature of their maybe their powers. Well, hmm. surely if they're infiltration heroes, couldn't they be secret agent names? 
I, I mean, anything can be a secret agent. Well, name you know what I mean, though. Like, you know, an agent name can be fucking anything. This is very true. Code names, yeah. I mean, how would they get these code names then? Um, well, you see, I'd like to think that um, coming back to something I mentioned in a way previous episode, where mm-hmm. creative people sometimes they just they think they've come up with a very very clever idea. <laughs> And if they don't do Disney princesses, what they'll do is like the seven deadly sins. You uh-huh. know? So maybe yeah. this this director of whatever company they work for was just like, and now that you're working for me, I have the best code names to give you. And they get all excited because they're like, oh, maybe we're going to get numbers or something. And he's like, you are lust. You are, you are sloth. And they've given the you names. You are indecisive. <laughs> They've given the name Sloth to the Sloth. Yes! That's how terrible they are. <laughs> There's not even a code name anymore. Maybe they work for like a secret agent that is... A secret agency, sorry. And the head guy is just this awful, stiff, uncreative fellow yeah. who is given these just just god-awful names. Almost like an office... Like the TV show Office. No, do you know who I'm thinking? Go on. The accounting firm that Ben Wyatt goes to work at in Parks and Recreation. Yes, yes. It's a bit of a niche reference for people who haven't seen Parks and Recreation. For a little bit of context, the people at said firm all think that maths puns are the the fucking shit. Like, they lose it over the simplest yeah. puns. The, the math nerds, that sort of caliber. Also, like, they're well-meaning. The, they're well-meaning people, but they're just kind of a little bit useless, shall we say, at what they do. Could that maybe be why our infiltration team has joined the company? Maybe they've been hired to kind of get the company into shape. Oh. Hmm. How so? Okay. Like, maybe on their own, they're actually quite an, a good team for doing their individual kind of projects. Right. Yeah. And they've been all brought together to work on this for this company who maybe it's like a superhero agency. Yeah, I think um, so. And I'm I'm kind of just throwing balls in the air and hoping that some you could say <laughs> I'm throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping that it something sticks, sticks to the ceiling. Yeah. Congratulations. Not quite as good as last episode's ideas, Josh, but you know yeah, ha- they can't all be winners. <laughs> Josh, do you secretly work for said accounting firm? Because fuck, you love your own puns. Yeah. <laughs> what if this agency um, specifically headhunted these heroes? And because they're kind of like, they have fairly odd powers, don't they? So we got the sloth man. We have the macaroon shield. You have the glider person. What if like they got like these really peculiar powers and sort of their last attempt at Herodom is to join this frankly quite weird and useless useless agency in order to make one last go of it before they retire. Like these are like the odd ones out of like say like if the Justice League had this one odd member who never really like took off. Mm. Josh, this is oh no wait hold on this is our Doom Patrol. This is our Doom Patrol. No, this even it's even more my style. This is our Justice League International. There you go. See, I thought you were going to say, I can't believe this isn't the Justice League. I was going to say, this, this, that is the Justice League International. That This is our super buddies. Okay. So these are the Here heroes who aren't the best, and they've kind of just all been lumped together into this crappy agency, and now they've got to work together 
and make the best of it and try and make some money. On that note, shall we have a few words on each of their personalities? Because we, we've done a lot about their vocation and their how they've come across this agency and why they've joined. But who, who are these people? The characters are going to make the story. We need to make the story, if you know what I mean. Jade, give me three words to describe Sloth Pasta. Actually very energetic. Yeah, do you know what I was going to say? Something like that, like really like fast, the quickest intellect in the entire group. Yeah. Belongs to this sloth who's like, okay, now I'm going to go do it. Yeah, yeah. Slowly hooks <laughs> hand onto the shelf. I figured out the exact route to the door. Let me just go there. Uh... <laughs> what if What if he slows down because he has sort of um, like performance fright he has stage fright so when he he's Dean, going to do things like okay guys here's the blueprints we're going to go into this door we're going to get out of these exits i'm going to save this person and then he gets boosted on the ground he's like ah oh, ah oh, oh no dean I'm, I'm not i'm not poo-pooing your idea dean but he is just a sloth that is the reason he's slow i, I really like the idea of performance <laughs> di- uh, difficulties but really he's just, he's just a, a sloth, sloth. <laughs> he's just very slow <laughs> Oh, just like oh, let's let's delve deeper into this character. Oh, by all means, let's... try and flesh him out as much as possible. But really, at the end of the day, this is a very slow-moving creature. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much they can do. Oh, you've actually killed me. <laughs> okay, I got three just... words for macaroon now. Oh, okay, Ooh. cool. Let me just. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, right. you recovered. I think I'm good. Give me the words. Denial of selfishness. Oh, classic. So this this is a hero that's not one of the best heroes and is very self-conscious of it because they must be one of the best heroes because they're so pure and so good inside and they think of no one more highly than everyone of the world that's weak, weaker than they are. Would they be the kind of person who would like walk up to someone and say, like, look, I'm a good guy, okay? Yes. I, I recycle, I donate. I give the dogs money. You know when you see that giant dog in a corner store? Mm-hmm. I put like, I put pound coins in that. I'm a good person. I, I save people from bank jobs. I join this hero agency. Look, I, I go out and put myself out there every day. All I've got is shields. I don't have sloth powers. Mm. I'm a good guy. So I would like to clarify. They are fundamentally a good person, yes. Yeah. But they they don't actually realize how selfish they are on a fundamental level. They're not like Mm. one of those, I'm a nice guy, why won't you date me types? Because I cannot abide having someone like that as one of our heroes. Nope, 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 nope. can we make macaroon sheet? If if you want. I like like the idea of like a big muscly woman with giant shields. Okay, so she's like, I'm a good person. I donate all my unfashionable clothes to Goodwill or whatever it is. (laughs) Well, I've just uh, recommended Mr. Miracle, and that's got Big Barder in it, so I'm very much in the mood oh, for uh, yeah. Amazonian women at the moment. Please don't use that clip. <laughs> <laughs> it's going in. That's going to come back and haunt me, isn't it? <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely, Josh. So, yeah, big, giant, muscular woman, giant shields. Um, maybe she can also use them as like symbols to disorient people. But it's... Yeah, I'd like that. What I quite like is, with this denial, they're obviously thinking, yes, do you know, I'm saving people. But can you think of anything more selfish than someone having two shields and using them purely to shield themselves? Yes. <laughs> like, come on. Like bullets oh. ricochet off the shields and like hit and someone hit, in the leg yeah. and they're like, I'm here to save you. Why are you complaining? Yeah. Please, it, it, it'll all pay off, please. Yeah. 
And now we come to indecisive chili. <laughs> Jane, you've been doing pretty well with these three words. You got any more? Oh, God. No, I'm out of juice. Indecisive chili, uh, heart of... Mm. No, this is no, the thing. that's those words. cliched. You see, that's the thing. Like, it's very easy for us to be going like, obviously, these people are either hot or cold, but indecisive chili is just fence. They're not even on the fence. They are the yeah. fence. It's very easy to go down that route, but I'm sure we mm. can do something better with it. Indecisive chili is, hmm, like, how would, you, how would someone even be the fence? Well, they play both sides. Have you ever met those people that big up both sides of an argument? Mm. You know? Oh, they're they're just so dedicated to being, like, the middle ground. Yeah. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but I don't have either of these opinions. Oh, no, they're the worst. Well, Well, I imagine that would be quite a point of contention in their infiltration team if you've got this really quick witted, smart sloth who wants to kind of go, oh, yeah, we'll take this route, this, but, 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 and then you've got. Macaroon, who just charges in. Mm. So obviously, it's mm. going to take them ages to get hold of this. So it's probably quite a good thing they can get to these crime scenes quickly because they're going to spend so much time writing up pros and cons lists of each idea yeah. and stuff. <laughs> and when they need a third member to make a decision, they've got the worst member. Yeah. So maybe indecisive chili is just thinks too much. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. They they just spend a lot of time considering the plan. They want every detail sorted out. They, they overthink. Yeah. They're just driving themselves in circles, and they don't even realize it. So, you know, Macaroon's like, come on. Come on. What are we going to do? How am I going to get in there? How am I going to save these people? Well, maybe we like, could go in through this door. Oh, but maybe there could be this there. So, oh, and then someone would die, and then, God, and then we'd have to go to the funeral, and, you know, oh, God. And <laughs> do I have any black clothes left? Dude, we need to break in now. Yeah, hold on just a sec. Did I leave the oven on? Like... <laughs> I guess it's not. It's okay for a pilot to uh, be like that. I can imagine this. Essentially, th- sorry, I can. I can just need to think of this whilst I still got it in my mind. I can just think of them using like the wind tunnel ability, and as they're getting shot through this wind tunnel, almost like time slowing down. And as they're thinking of it, they're thinking, yeah, and then this could happen, and then this could happen. But then you know, oh, I don't have this, and this, and they, then they just keep on flying, shooting past. It's kind of a classic. <laughs> movie, but... oh. Yes. Like, with a pilot, they have the whole sky to sort of fly around, mm. and they're quite open, and really the only restrictions are what you can see, and, you know, a lot of pilots are restricted by fuel and whatnot, but he doesn't have that problem. Like, on the ground, and, like, when he's thinking about actually being in a battle situation, of course, his mind's going to go crazy, and he's he's so it could be he's like a good guy. A lack of focus. Like, they've got their head in the clouds. Boom. Ah. boom! Head boom, in boom. clouds. There you go. Three, Three words. words. We got it. <laughs> Man, like infiltration team, sloth, macaroon, chili. I mean, do we have like an acronym? A cool acronym here? Um, S M C. S M C. Team S M C. Wait, no. Surely, nah. if it's going to be the food, then it'll be. Yeah, it'd be S M P. Oh, that sounds like BMP. I don't want that. Saving more people. Oh, okay. If anything, it'll be similar to like the SIS. Hmm. That kind of like sounds like SAS. That they're good yeah. people. Sloth indecisiveness, hmm. selfishness. The SIS. The SIS. We'll we'll Google that to make sure that it isn't anything terrible. <laughs> um. Actually, I'm gonna. I can't believe it's the kitten kicking society. Oh no. no. <laughs> also, Dean, don't you dare Google that right now. I've done it. Science and sport. That's fine. We can use that. 
And then, like, we can have a cool, like, tie-in comic with the, the SIS, the, the IRL SIS. But at the same time, is this the name of the of just their team? But obviously, it's not going to be the name of the agency, is it? No. It's going to be, like, sort of, like, the team code name. Mm. Yeah. Like, oh, we'll, we'll put SIS on the like job. Like what they got hired under. Hmm. Like, put... What? What the... <gasps> no, I got it. So <laughs> when they fucking submitted forms for the job at this infiltration company... Or what is it like a, a hero agency, right? Mm. Yeah. So they submitted their group for consideration for filling a position, right? And mm-hmm. it said, "Please put your init- your company initials <laughs> here." And they were like, "What's our initials? Oh, you know, like our name initials, not like <laughs> our team name or something." So they just put the f- initials of their names. Yeah. And the thing is, you know exactly how that conversation would have gone. They would have been thinking about it. It would have been. Um, Sloth would have thought about it, but they wouldn't have had. They would have been so slow in telling them that it was like mm. the wrong way to go about it. Yeah. Meanwhile, indecisive Chili is obviously thinking about all the different potentials. Like, oh my god, do they mean like our last names, our forenames, or like? <laughs> I mean, the last place I worked was this place, and then Should meanwhile, pseudonyms. And then you've got selfish Macaroon, who's just like SIS. Oh, we've got a plot hole. We've got a plot hole. Go ahead. We have what? a plot hole. They got given the names when they signed up to the company. Uh, shit. Wait, wait. S I S is sloth. No, um, indecisiveness, selfishness. Yeah. Oh, okay, hmm. okay. I got it. So, what are their real names? Sloth is just sloth, so that's fine. That can stay yep. as it is. That's just the running joke. Sloth Michaels. Uh, okay, that wasn't really what we needed to work on. The th- surnames don't matter. Sloth I'm talking Michaels. what. What could the the I and the S be instead of indecisive and um, selfish? Isaac and Sally. No. S- uh, no, we can't use Serena again. Um, I want to say like Samantha. No, no, no. Let's do something like um, like Sayuki. You know, so let's let's broaden our horizons a little bit. Okay. Samara. Psyka. Um, so, yeah, Psyka. There you go. Cool. I don't know where I got that. That just. They are their real names, and they put them on there like initials, real quick. And then the guys like, huh, oh, SIS. You know what? Those, you, you, you do act kind of selfish. Is that what the S stands for? No, 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 no. Don't erase the the hilarious plot that we came up with earlier on, where the bloke is just terrible at naming people. Yep. Okay. I I was trying to play into that. As soon as they go to the agency, they just meet all these other teams who have just got. Terrible, terrible personality and food names. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking like my other my other name I was going to choose would be like um, Lazy Ice Cream, which would have been a much worse episode. Oh, hey there. They, they called me Happy Fajita. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hey, I'm, I'm the anxious noodle. What's up? <laughs> Th- that's my favorite dance move. <laughs> maybe like the 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 company is sponsored by like a, a mega corporation like a mega food corporation like Fucking cup or something noodle. it'd be cup noodle let's <laughs> let's just be real about this <laughs> and like maybe the guy had used to be like a, a manager there but he's been given a, a role that he has way way no training for <gasps> he's like could that be where ha- this is where the agency is based and the reason they use food names is because, oh yes, we're sending out a shipment of pasta, chili, and macaroons to this city 
for this. It's like they this this is this is the, like their invoicing system. Oh, I like that. That's clever. That's the reason why they use food. They're, that's the oh. code names because they're working out of a food uh, warehouse factory or something. And so to saying, stop people they... making the connection when they're having more casual yeah. conversations, they have the other names: selfish, indecisive, yeah. blah blah blah. Oh yeah, oh. The, the, these guys are just a really good, well-rounded food company. They will literally ship out anything. Mm. That keeping things on the DL. Yeah, that that's a stroke of genius there. I don't even know where Josh, it came you, from. You did it again. Uh, bit, bit, oh. a bit late into the episode, but I got no. The... You saved <laughs> it. Oh, it's my eleventh hour gasp. I haven't had one of those in a while. Jason <laughs> taking them off me. For a you while. just had a, sorry an eleventh hour straight idea, functional, um, smart, and worth the comic it's going to be printed in. Yeah, which is a compliment, I guess. <laughs> take it or leave it. I'll take it. Are you sure? You sure you want to take it? Uh, you sure, because you Mr. know, Mr. Indecisive. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, no, it's... Mm, yeah, no, I'll take it for now. Yeah, <laughs> no, take backsies. <laughs> we we've done well actually. Like with fiction, a lot of the time when you throw more characters, it can be hard to um, keep a story going at a steady pace while maintaining focus on them all. But I think we've done pretty well. We we haven't had a uh, hold on, word it properly, a three person hero team in a while <laughs> <laughs> you were gonna say threesome did you see where i was going i see we haven't had a threesome in a while um, <laughs> now you said it now i said it it's out there in the ether stick it in there well, with my amazonian women <laughs> you could have said trio fuck that's the oh, word isn't boy. it <laughs> yep that that is the word uh, um let's let's have a, a nice neat quick roundup show. I think we should just end on that note. We haven't had a threesome in a while. Let's just bang out of this <laughs> Thanks podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, just the, the theme plays and it all fades out. Threesome, threesome, threesome. <laughs> so, we had our trio today. We had we had Sloth Pasta, Selfish Macaroon, and Indecisive Chili, of course. And these are infiltration heroes, so they get sent to... Uh, Scenes that are much too dangerous to go head on. They're sent into very top secret areas that require very clandestine actions to be taken. And they're very well made for that, in fact. Because Sloth Pasta has stretching abilities. He's slow, but he'll get there in the end, no matter where it is. You have Selfish Macaroon, who has two gigantic shields to match this gigantic woman. And she can just break away in when needs be. She's the last resort. But getting him to this scene is Indecisive Chili. Uh, someone who can manipulate the wind itself, uh, changing its temperature so he can use his glider to get the people into the zone. But they they have some, shall we say, some uh, appropriate personalities. So, of course, Sloth Pasta, he's, he's got the, the lightning mind of... A, Not a sloth. A gen- Not a sloth. Yeah, <laughs> of, a, of a genius human being. But he just can't move as fast as his words. With poor Macaroon, she's she is a good person, but she is sort of very deep within herself, I'd say, like mentally. She can't help but talk about herself. And with indecisive chili, he's indecisive to the point of almost incapability. Uh he's he's second second guessing, third guessing, fourth guessing, running himself in circles with the possibilities of any given situation. They fight crime. Simple as, really, right? We're going back to basics for this week. Yeah, I think so. It's good because 
Oh, it's like a good old reboot where we just clear the desk, get a nice fresh sheet of paper and mm. just start writing ideas. Oh, and I'm very satisfied with what I've come up with. Thank you all for listening. I, I hope you are too. Uh, if you are satisfied, then leave us leave us a little tweet at BBR underscore podcast. Let us know what you think of our trio and if we've missed any blindingly obvious ideas because, well, you're writing the canon too with us. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to hear what other people kind of interpret these names to be. Yeah. And what what is your name as well? What is your biggest character flaw plus your favorite food? Tell me what your name is. And, you know, you can you can join the agency as well. Tell us this deep personal regret that you have. <laughs> Tell us this thing that you've and not been And also your mother's on. maiden name and your card <laughs> pin and... Your first childhood pet. Yeah. <laughs> Where you were born... Uh, don't tell us that information because unfortunately we no I'm not even going to say we'll steal your identity as a joke because many ears can hear many things good god that was morbid <laughs> we, we might get taken down by this very hero team a few things you can do though you can leave us a review on iTunes as I mentioned before in that quick 10 second segment if you remember that uh, just yeah if you leave us a review on iTunes it will be very much appreciated it help, helps with uh, boosting our rankings and whatnot on a very uh, base level. Even uh, a star rating on there is a huge help to a fledgling podcast like us. 18 episodes and we still have to be fledgling. Uh, You can also straight up do the old-fashioned word-of-mouth method. So do you know anyone who likes comics? Anyone who's creative? Anyone who likes uh, hero creation or role-playing? Anyone who has ears? Yeah. They'd be good. I mean, we aren't fussy at all. Let them know about this wonderful show and... You'll have someone else to talk about it with. (sighs) And that takes us to the end of the episode. So, you have been bitten by a radioactive podcast. I am Pasta Sloth. Sloth Pasta. I am Nervous Threesome. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm wondering if that was... Was that a James Bond thing or were you getting the names switched around there, Dean? That's definitely what I was intending. Okay, cool. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. Stop pointing out my my vocal flaws. Hey, and I'm still thinking of a name. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Ah, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Will we? We don't actually see the people that are listening. Can you just stop bringing that up? Maybe maybe we are. Maybe we won't. Maybe my biggest flaw is actually that I contradict you too much. Ah, we'll see you all later. You have been listening to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast. Episode 19 has been hosted by Dean McKnight, Jade Sarson, and me, Josh Randall. It's been edited by both Dean and me, Josh. Uh, as always, get in contact with us on BBR underscore podcast on Twitter. And if you leave us a iTunes review, you can even get involved in the show. Uh, we'll end up using your name in a prompt. I think that's all I've got to say this week. Uh, I can't really decide. Um, ooh. No. Maybe. No. 